the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip Off. Come on, sports fans. Terrence Arney here alongside John Heil, and we are set to go for a regional championship game here at Southwestern in Shelby County, the same site where these Jacksonville Eagles captured their sectional crown just a week ago, back in the exact same setting, exact same building. And once again, they want to be able to cut the nets down at the end of the day. Their opponent coming in from Brownsburg, Indiana, is Bethesda Christian Lady Patriots. And when you look at this, John, on paper, it's very deceiving. Bethesda, a losing record up to this point. Um, Their stats are somewhat lackluster, if you would, in terms of their performance throughout the regular season. However, they got a big shot in the arm in terms of firepower as they had an athlete that was believed to be gone for the season, uh, but she comes back, uh, Kinsey Falks. She comes back eight games ago and has been on an absolute tear ever since. And the Lady Eagles, quite honestly, they're going to have their hands full with her this afternoon. Yeah, and that's just the thing you got to remember. This is postseason basketball. Right. Your record from the regular season just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. And if you're Bethesda Christian had a nice run of good luck. They got their star player back when they didn't think they would. So that they're now peaking at the right time. Exactly. Which is what you want to do. You want to peak towards the end of the season. I know it it feels really bad to say, but now is when actual season of basketball starts. That regular season, that was all warm-up. That was all figuring it out. That yeah. was all gelling. Now is when you got to play your best basketball every single day, every single play that you put out there. It's got to be your best because it's do or die time. It's win or you go home. Exactly. That's the case. We want to thank you guys for joining us for Countdown to Tip Off. We've got about eight and a half minutes before this game gets underway. So with that, we will step away briefly. When we come back, I'm going to see if I can track down Coach Scott Smith, have a few words with him before the game. All of this and more on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Lawfrey Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana since 1927, is already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel. Refined right here in Indiana. Need fuel delivered to your farm or home? Set up an account today. Need something for that farm or home project? They've got that at the Osgood store. Looking for seed, fertilizer, or grain? The Lawfrey Valley Mill in Dillsboro has you covered. Lawfrey Valley Ag is always looking for new customers and friendly faces to join their team. Stop in the Lawfrey Valley Ag nearest you today. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. 
Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Facebook, Price or Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Joining us now for the pregame show is head coach of the Jacksondale Lady Eagles, Coach Scott Smith. Coach, you got your 400th win in this building a week ago. Much success in this building this past week. How do you like your chances? Well, I I like how our kids are playing right now. Uh, If we continue to play at our pace and keep our defensive intensity up, uh, then I think we have a great chance. If if we let Bethesda dictate the pace, slow things down, or we let uh, Mackenzie Falks control the game, then it's going to be a dogfight. But uh, I think the kids are ready to play. Uh, We had some great practices this week, and uh, I'm just looking forward to getting started. Uh, You'd mentioned to me at the beginning of the week, uh, Bethesda Christian getting Fultz back, kind of unexpected, had eight games under her belt now. Um, Sounds like her legs are probably fresh and uh, definitely looks like she's ready to go. Um, specifically, though, what kind of challenges does she present? Well, she she not only can score, you know, in the in the 20s, and, and I think she had 30 in one of her sectional games, but she is really the motivator of their whole offense. She creates a lot of shots for maybe for kids who normally wouldn't be able to get their own shot. So if we can make her focus on handling the ball, handling pressure, keep her away from the basket as much as possible, then I think that we have a good chance of taking away a lot of points from other members of our team. So that would be the key for us. Last question for you, Coach. Of course, they changed the format for the regionals this year. You only got one game to worry about today. How does that go into your uh, your game planning? Well, I mean, it's it's good and it's bad because the other team only has one game too. Right. So if you give any coach a week to prepare, they are going to find you know your soft spots and then it just comes down to what the kids do on the court when it's two games you know you got to focus on the one game but man you you play that second game and then it's just a toss-up because you can't put as much time in it right so uh we're just hoping that you know we're, we're continuing to improve i still don't think we've played our best game yet and hopefully that's uh today well coach i know you got a lot to get to congratulations on making it to this point good luck all right thanks terrence all righty that was head coach Scott Smith joining us here on the pregame show. We've got more for you in just a bit coming up after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. 
Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jack Sindel and South Ripley girls basketball teams on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Countdown to uh, tip off here from uh, Southwestern Shelby. That's uh, the site of this regional championship game between the Jacksonville Lady Eagles and the Bethesda Christian uh, Patriots. Let's take a quick look at the tail of the tape for this afternoon's affair. We'll start with the Eagles being led by Coach Scott Smith. Got his 400th win in this building. He's 400 and 144 in his 22nd year as head coach all at Jacksonville. On the other side, Roger Hanna, 43 and 28 in his third year at Bethesda. Uh, last time out, obviously, to make it here, both teams uh, continue to win. Jacksonville defeated the South Decatur Cougars. 43-34 for the sectional championship. And Bethesda, they defeated Indiana Math and Science 61-20 to um, to secure theirs. These two teams have never faced in a tournament play before. But according to the John Harrell website, he is predicting a Eagles victory 46-35. And, John, as you we get our first look at this Bethesda team, they've got... Um, some size and one Jayla Ferguson listed at 6'2 and she looks every bit of 6'2 out there on the floor a menacing presence almost if you would yeah the only problem though is after Jayla Ferguson the next tallest girl is about 5'8 yeah. so if you're able to essentially isolate Ferguson yep. Jackson Dell suddenly has the height advantage yeah, she is a rebounding machine, and that's where uh, her presence will most likely be felt. But on the flip side of it, if you make your baskets, you don't have to worry about rebounds. You don't have to worry about the rebounds. <laughs> we are almost set to go again. We thank you for joining us here for Countdown to Tip-Off. We will step away briefly as they play and sing the national anthem. And when we come back, we'll have live action here from Southwestern Shelby as the Lady Eagles are set to take on the Lady Patriots from Bethesda Christian. All of this and more on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. 
Done Right Diesel Parts, just off Highway 421 in Osgood, is a new and used parts store offering new and recycled premium used late model diesel truck parts. At Done Right, they specialize in dismantling 03 Endure Dodge Rams. They offer quality parts at competitive pricing with same-day shipping on most items. Plus, Done Right carries new parts for Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Jeep, and more. And with over 3,000 used parts in stock, chances are good they'll have what you need. Done Right Diesel Parts in Osgood. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Tyson Activity Center and First Sales is a huge asset to the community, but you may not know all they offer. From sports leagues like basketball, volleyball, even pickleball, to gymnastics, personal strength training, and skills practice opportunities, indoor walking, and so much more. Plus, Tyson Activity Center is a perfect spot for your next reunion, birthday party, community, or corporate event. And their rental rates are so low, you won't believe it. Visit them online today at TysonActivityCenter.com. The Pizza Rock is back. Look for the Pizza Rock in Batesville area's parks, trails, or playgrounds. Sometimes the rock appears in the downtown area. If you find the Pizza Rock, return it to Ison's Family Pizza ASAP. That way we can hide it again. Redeeming the rock will get you a credit for a large single topping pizza. Hashtag Ison's Pizza Rocks. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And welcome back, Hoop fans. We want to thank you so much for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. We are almost set, ready to go. We also want to thank our sponsors for making this broadcast possible. They are Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Gearings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, H&R Block. Lothary Valley Ag, Ison's Family Pizza, Bronze Gutswiller, Napoleon State Bank, Stratton Car Center Funeral Home, along with Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, Dunn Wright Diesel, Best Metal Finishing, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana RAMC, Encore Insurance, Samples Agency, Chosen Designs, Osgood Utility, and the Tyson Activity Center. We are almost set to go. The Lady Patriots wearing white tops, white bottoms with red lettering trimmed in black. And, of course, the Jacksonville Eagles in their familiar Columbia blue tops, blue bottoms with white numbers trimmed out in red. John, what do you have for starters for us this evening? All right, for the Lady Eagles, visitors on the scoreboard today. 
They're starting five. Number 14, Kelsey Borgman. Number 22, Julia Meyer. Number 24, Reagan Hughes. Number 32, Kaylin Henners. And number 40, Olivia Neal. For the Lady Patriots, they're starting five. Number 31, Jayla Ferguson. Number 22, uh, Paige Vauder. Sydney Gooden. Number 12, Leah Heim. And number 11, Kenzie Foltz. So the aforementioned Jayla Ferguson at 6-2 stands in to this tip. She's going to be jumping with Myers and Bethesda. They win the tip, quickly try to run their offense, and Reagan Hughes gets in the passing lane, steps on the end line, out of bounds. The ball will stay with the Lady Patriots. Bringing it in underneath. They lob it up to Ferguson, and Ferguson... Hands it off. Uh, a dribble drive for Sidney Gooden and uh, two points on the board. The Patriots going with full court pressure here. Borgman able to get through. They send it down. Hughes, a three-point threat for this Eagle team, had it on the right wing, but decides to bring it up top. And Borgman doing much of the ball handling early here. Goes inside for Neal. Neal challenged on that entry pass and Reagan. Reaches in and picks up a foul. Foul, Jackson Dell. It'll be her first team's first. So with the turnover, Bethesda Christian will bring it in. They get it up across the timeline and puts her head down. Just goes straight to the rack, kind of a little bit out of sync there with fault. Shot no good, hard off the backboard. Cross-court pass to Hughes. She dumps it down to O'Neal, to Neal, and they work it around. They go back to Neal, and Neal, it's going to be a tough assignment. She is generally not towered by very a lot, uh, very many young ladies as Myers goes inside. Ferguson blocks her shot, her first block of the night. Cross-court pass to get in the hands of Fultz, and Fultz, the 31, Goes in to Ferguson. Ferguson, another easy two. Myers now up ahead of the defense, but slows it down a bit. Bethesda catches up. They get set. Reagan baseline right into the chest of Fultz. No problem. Absorbs the contact. No foul call, but her two-point bucket is good. 4-2. Bethesda on top. Uh, straight away, a long two, bounces one, two, three times on the rim. Neal able to get it clear out, and they, at least according to the Jacksonville faithful, pretty much mugged her for that rebound, but they let them play on. Neal came down with it, so I think that's why we didn't hear more complaining. Another baseline drive, tried to wrap that one around, did Borgman as she felt the shadow of Fultz. <laughs> she moves out to the three-point line and drains a three. Jackson Dale with their first lead of the afternoon is 5-4. Jackson Dale. And, John, I think that's what Coach was saying. If they could continue to move around and look for open spots offensively, he liked their chances, and that's what you saw right there. Three-point ball on the way. Straight away three. Good. Paige Swatter. A good-looking shot there. Hot trouble in the backcourt. And it's going to be perhaps a tie-up on the floor, and it's a jump ball. Stays with Lady Eagles. So no harm, no foul there. Eagles will have another chance to get this ball in and up the floor. Bergman is going to step out. Borgman step out to uh, trigger the inbound. 
Gets it up to Reagan Hughes across the timeline. Hughes dribbles down into the near corner, comes back out. Borgman up top. Meyer calling it for it on the right wing. Goes to the left instead. And they ran a lot of uh, three-man weave up top last time we saw these Eagles, John, but not tonight. Reagan, Hughes, corner three, rattles home. Back-to-back threes for the Eagles. They regain the lead 8-7. Nice, even, slow pace so far, and I'm not really sure, John, who does that that pace favor. We'll see as it plays out. And a steal here from the Eagles as they were trying to get perhaps Falk set up in the pace, almost throw it away, but... Uh, Reagan Hughes able to save it. Gets it to Meyer. Meyer dumps it into Neil. Neil underneath. 4-2. And that'll be there for Olivia. She could get in and under the much bigger folks like she did there. She'll have room to make hay. Well, folks tried to go for a steal. Ended up out of position. That left one person unguarded. And Neil was positioned perfectly inside of Ferguson. And let me correct myself. I meant Ferguson, not Fultz. But, yes, Ferguson, the big... Neil able to get in and under her, and that worked well. Myers had a little bit of trouble. Another tie-up on the floor. Jump ball. This one will go to Bethesda, so essentially a turnover. But the Eagles with a three-point lead, 10-7 with 3.51 left. We got a substitution here for Bethesda Christian. Lindsey Dodson checks in for the first time, and Coach Smith runs with that narrow very slim lineup. Generally only plays about six. So he keeps his starting five the same. The working around the arc got a good look at a three from the far corner, and it's good. Paige Water. Water with two threes on the night ties this game at 10. So we see this is how this game is going to be played. Myers gets trapped right at the timeline. And they go in for two. Patriots 22, Paige Potter. And the Eagles, Heiners tried to step in to take a charge there. And no call. She gets up slow. Just now gets back into LaFray and Neal with a three from the far wing. No good. Did not draw iron on that one. And Bethesda looking to build on their two-point lead. Working it back and forth up top with Water. Water puts it on the floor, dumps it down low inside, and right at the rim goes Sydney Gooden. And Gooden shots no good, but they're going to say she was fouled on the play. They put that one on Meyer. And that is her first foul. As Gooden goes to the line to shoot two. John, this Jacksonville crowd. Uh, is plenty and thick. The side that we're sitting on, this, I'd say it's about 95% full of all Jacksonville fans. Oh, it, and Jacksonville always travels well, and today is no exception. Splits the pair of free throws. And that is going to result in a three-point lead for Bethesda. Struggling to get across the line, Borgman does. Shielded by Neil as she traveled in behind her. Neil is up top and bringing the ball out. First substitution for Jacksonville. Sophie Sullivan. They find Heiners in the corner. 
And Jackson Dale is red hot from the left corner, John. I don't think they've missed a three from there. That's three threes from that same spot. The game tied once again. I got to not be, uh, got to guard him a little better down left corner right there. Bethesda gets it into the hands of Folks. Folks kicks it out. Three ball coming. No good. Rebound. Put back. Also no good. And a second rebound. The possession continues. Baseline drive for Folks. Lays it in. And we talked about the rebounding disparity, and that's just one spot that Jackson Dell is going to have to tighten up. Can't allow the Patriots to have that many cracks at it. Hughes, left corner, got him. Four for four from the corner. Three ball once again changes the lead. Eagles up 16-15. It's only the first quarter. But it feels like it's going down the stretch. <laughs> It's going to be a great game. Keeps this up. Waters brings it up the floor, puts it in the hands of Fultz. Fultz works it around. Good look at a three again. This one off back iron. Neal with the rebound. She gets it cleanly, hands it off to Meyer. Meyer sends it up ahead to Reagan Hughes and back to Meyer. Meyer up top looking inside for Neal, but didn't like the matchup there. They bring it back out. Hughes. Going to take her time, finds Borgman on the right wing, and then down in the corner is Myers. Myers dribbles back to the near side. Sullivan gets it to the teeth of the defense, goes right at Ferguson. Goes right at her, John. The foul is called. You made mention to me just before the game. You questioned, I mean, no question the size of Ferguson, but you questioned her athleticism. She seemed a bit slow there, and that's how Sullivan was able to get inside. Yeah, taking advantage of that. And she's looking a little gassed, too. They're taking advantage of that, feeding inside. It's from the free throw line. Sullivan. First free throw, no good. She's got another shot coming. And Kalen Heiners comes back in the ball game. Misses both. Myers, though, with the rebound. Saves the possession, and once again, Neal able to get underneath Ferguson, go inside for a layup. And, John, I didn't know what that matchup was going to look like, but to your point, Neal's a bit quicker than Ferguson, and she can get to the rack if she wants to. Back the other way is shot up and no good from Gooden. And uh, the Eagles have their largest lead. Looking to Bill with 24 seconds left in the first. It's 18-15 Eagles. Myers being harassed. They try to trap her up top. She's able to get out of it. Gets it over to Reagan Hughes. Hughes on this near wing. Looked like she was going to launch a three, but she pulls it back down. And going through the teeth of the defense was Myers. And this time, she gets hammered. Get the ball away on a steal. And now, Falks just throws up a heave at the buzzer. No good there. She was looking for maybe a foul, and she goes to the floor hard. But nothing called, nothing happened. And after one, it's the Eagles on top of the Lady Patriots, 18-15. We'll be back with more on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block. 
with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, and Versailles. Hi, I'm Mike Stratton. Over 40 years ago, I was a player. Now, as owners of the Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home in Versailles, Eric Karstetter and I are proud to sponsor this great tradition. Be sure and support your favorite team. Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home is a family-owned, independent business. Proudly serving southeastern Indiana for over two decades, they congratulate the South Ripley and Jackson Dell girls basketball teams on their great seasons. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of the regional championship brought to you tonight. By Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and H&R Block. John, we sit over here with this large Jacksonville contingency. We listen to the Jacksonville pep band. It almost feels like a home game. Oh, this is definitely a home game for Jacksonville in terms of travel distance, attendance, just overall energy. And that energy is fed these uh, uh, Lady Eagles. Oh, my goodness. They've had great success on the left side. They switch it to the right side. And another three. That's Kalen Henners. Heiners gets a three to go, their largest lead now, 21-15. The Patriots going to have to be careful here. Their season will end this afternoon. The Eagles red hot so far here in the first half. Oh, a bobble there. False travel. You can tell she is mad at herself for that one. Well, and she seems to be pressing just a little bit. John, and you under, can understand it. She missed most of the regular season, just eight games under her belt. So she really is not in basketball form just yet. No, she's she is the leader on this team. Oh, and they look to good feet inside, and Neil just missed a cutting mind. Threw that one away. Wasted possession. They could have really put some pressure on if they'd got a bucket there. But the turnover, I'm sorry, continue your thought on Folks. But yeah, Folks is feeling that pressure. She feels like she's got to step in and perform. She's the star player. Right. She's been out most of the year. Now she has to step up and perform. I think she's starting to get just a little bit on the desperation side. And there, she that, there it goes again. Foot. Yeah. And Hughes, credit Reagan Hughes, did not sag under that screen, went over the top of the screen, and that forced the issue, caused her to dribble it off her foot. Full court pressure now. Myers able to get the inbound pass. She sends it up ahead to uh, Borgman. Borgman puts it on the floor. Oh, but Ferguson with the catch-up speed there, a chase down block from behind for Ferguson, her second block of the game. I think Jackson Dell's going to start abusing Ferguson, that's well, going to be where you go. You're going to. She's already looking tired. What I'm surprised by is Ferguson doesn't have any fouls yet. I thought they could get her in foul trouble. Another three. I'm sorry, she's got the one foul. Thank you. And Ferguson with the rebound as Heiner's three won't make it. Fox puts it on the floor. They go to Ferguson over on the far wing. Not her shot and a steal. A reach-in foul got to be called on the Patriots. And this second quarter has not started well for the Patriots. It's way too early to say that they're out of sorts or starting to lose it, John. But again, they've had some uncharacteristic uh, non-forced errors here back to back to back to start the second quarter. Yeah, just look at Jacksonville to capitalize on empty possessions like that. They go down in the corner. Bergman this time passes up the three, but Myers won't from the right wing. And that three ball did not draw iron. 
Myers actually looking around saying that that ball was tipped and that it should be an Eagles Eagles ball. And we got a timeout on the floor by Bethesda Christian. We'll take a timeout as well. Eagles 21, Patriots 15 here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. At Chosen Designs, their personalized service and attention to detail make them the chosen ones when it comes to customizing products. Whether it's embroidery, screen printing, signs, banners, or promotional products, Chosen Designs can put your logo, brand, or idea on thousands of items. They're growing and have moved into a new building at 1182 South Ripley Estates Drive in Versailles. Stop by the shop, call them at 812-689-3370, or check out their website at chosenwithazdesigns.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of the regional championship being brought to you in Park Barn, Lothary Valley Ag, Ison's Family Pizza, Bronze Gutswiller, and Napoleon State Bank. 6.07 left here in the first half. Eagles on top, but Bethesda working at faults at the volleyball service line. Her floater is good despite two defenders draped on her side. 21-17 now. Eagles still on top. Hughes on to the left wing, sends it to the opposite side. Borgman in the corner. She's going to pass up a three. They go back to Hughes. Hughes straightaway three off the front rim. Rebound. Eagles puts it on the floor and a push in the back. That was a huge push in the back. Kalen Heiner's on a drive to the basket. And a push in the back will result in the two free throws. That's the second foul on. That's second on Gooden. Yes. And she goes to have a seat. First free throw is good. And actually, I take that back. Gooden's going to stay in with those two fouls. All the way around the rim, but Neal gets the rebound. Wraparound pass to find Myers. Myers goes right at Ferguson. Maybe not a good move. Ferguson gets a piece of the block and a steal. And here goes Falks with a full head of steam. Two on one break. Layup is good. And Falks shows... Maybe the best part of her game is the speed. Able to get to the rack before the defense could set up. And that draws the Patriots within three. It's pass inside for Neal. And Neal is fouled. I Folks, wonder who that's going on. Folks raised her hand. Let's see where they put it. It is. That is her first team's fourth. That just goes to show the experience that Folks has, knowing that Gooden could not afford a third foul. She quickly raised her hand, and that's where they assess the foul. Perhaps, I did it. Perhaps rightfully so. Neil, good on the first free throw. Sullivan checks in for Meyer. Neil with one more free throw, and she drains them both. 24-19. Matching their biggest five-point lead here for the Eagles. Inside five minutes left in the first half. Bethesda easily works it around. They go inside the low post looking for Ferguson, and she couldn't handle it. Uh, she The pass came in, and it just is either too low or off angle, and it bounced off of her and out of bounds. So a turnover there, and their woes continue offensively for Bethesda. And I would like to think probably these turnovers are uncharacteristic. Ringer. But what is oh, characteristic God. is Reagan Hughes from deep. 
Reagan Hughes with another huge three-pointer. And now the largest lead of the night. They lead by eight, 27-19. Bethesda looking a little befuddled as far as what they can do to get going. They launch a three of their own, and it rattles home. Water seems to be their best three-point shooter. I believe that's her third three-pointer here in the early goings. Borgman puts it on the floor. Reagan Hughes again. Heat check. First miss from this left corner. No longer perfect from there. 27-22. Bethesda trying to get back into it. Ferguson on the wing. They've got a trap with the, with the out-of-bounds line. This ball almost thrown away, but Falks with their speed able to chase it down. Send it cross-court for Water. Nothing doing there on that three. And... Falks tried to save this one, diving out of bounds, but can't do it. Her teammates quickly go to check on her to see if they she's okay. I can't see, but she's she still down. Sailing. She's still down. It looks like it's going to be now she gets now up. Out. Now she gets up. So uh, it'll be a simple side out for the Eagles. And Falks has that sleeve on her right leg, John. Obviously the injured leg that uh, kept her out for most of the season so she was just slow to get up but she seems to be okay flexing that right leg ever so slightly we'll see if that negates some of that speed she has up and over beautiful pass and a nice finish huge finds Myers and that hookup has been going on all season long well the size advantage has hit the bench and they took advantage immediately going right inside Bethesda working that right wing. Faults has it. Looks and finds Paige Vodder. Vodder dribbles to her right. Dribbles down inside to the box. Double team comes, and they got to say foul on the floor, a reaching foul. I think that might be on Myers. No, it's on Neil. It's only her first, only the team's third. And uh, this... Heavy laden Jacksondale crowd can't believe the call. Faults for three. Got him. Can't leave these shooters that open. And somehow, some way, Bethesda has just found a way to keep it close. Every time it looks like the Eagles are going to run away, here they come storming back. Cross court pass from Neal. Baseline drive. Sends it out for Meyer. Myers. Her shot. A bit flat as it hits the rim, but they say she was fouled, so Meyer will go to the line to shoot two. Leah Heim picks up her first, team's fifth. So on the next foul, Jacksonville will be shooting the rest of the way with 2.52 left. And right now, Myers. From the free throw line, good with the first. That pushes the lead back to five. That's about where it's hovered, John. At one point, they got it up to nine. Five to eight has about been the the happy point, or at least I wouldn't say happy point, but where it's sitting. Yes. And she drains the second. 31-25. Falks to walk it up the floor. Eagles got their hands up in their 2-3 zone. Trying to deny entry. They get it down on the baseline. Oh, and they call a foul. I thought it was going to be a travel, but they put that on Myers, and that's her second, John. It's her second foul. That's that's an interesting call. I I thought 
mainly because Good was falling backwards at the time. If Myers doesn't reach in, it's a travel. Yeah. But the reach in bails Bethesda out. Myers goes to the bench with her second. And Ferguson also comes back in. The Bethesda big. Three ball hard off the back iron. And that's going to be a foul. That one called against Heim. And she better be careful. She she bounced that ball extremely hard to the ref. That could have been a tee. Yeah. If the ref was feeling it, that's a tee all day long. So business picks up here in the waning minutes of this half. Some questionable calls on both sides. Got Bethesda fans and Jacksonville fans standing on their feet. The Eagles student section. Strong numbers here this evening. They're standing on their feet for this final two minutes of the half. Eagles up 31-25, 2-22 left to go in the first. Myers from left to right. She just went out briefly. She comes right back in this game. Going to play with the two fouls, and maybe Coach will do an offense for defense and switch with Myers. Myers from the left wing looking to get inside. Sends it up top for Boardman. Boardman facing a box in one. Dribbles around, does Myers. Double team comes, gives it up. And now they go to that motion offense that we've seen so often from this Lady Eagles team, Meyer dribbles to her right, hands off to Meyer. Meyer finds this crease down the lane, dumps it in hard. Foul called. And a jump ball. And uh, it's going to stay or move over, should I say, to Bethesda. That was a huge hold that Meyer saw. And just as we anticipated, John, Coach Smith does that. Substitutes offense for defense, brings Meyer out with the two fouls, puts Sophie Sullivan in her stead. As Folks walks it up, bang it hard underneath, double team. They go right into Ferguson. Ferguson throws it out for Folks. Folks loader, no good. Folks is still on the floor. And another jump ball. <laughs> this one will go Eagles. They have been quick to call the jump. Better to call the jump quick than have a foul fest, I guess. I hear you. And with that stoppage, that allows Coach Smith to get Julia Meyer back in the ball game. As we near the final minute, about a minute 12 left in this first half. Meyer up top goes to her right, hands off to Borgman. Borgman. Dribbles to her left, hands off to Reagan Hughes. Hughes travels to her right, then quickly switches back to the left, back to the right, and they try to get this defense to loosen up, looking for a crack. Meyer up top now. Meyer goes to her left, hand off to Borgman, who's going to go back to her right, hand off to Hughes. This motion offense, we've seen it all throughout this postseason. And all they're looking for, John, is just a crack in that defense. And, and there it goes. find it very quickly. Hughes inside. Right in the face of Ferguson. Ferguson took a step out from her defensive position to come out to meet her. But That's all they needed. And she got it in and up above with 23 seconds left. Eagles by 8, 33-25. Bethesda looking to answer. Ooh. They got folks over on this line. She's able to get out of it. Water puts it on the floor, and they send it back up top. Eight seconds. They go back to water. 
Good look at a three hard off the back iron out of bounds. Eagles ball with 2.5 left. A good defensive possession there, John. It looked like Bethesda had exactly what they wanted. Water on the right, excuse me, yeah, on the right wing. Left wing. Excuse me, left wing, and she was all alone wide open. Just missed it. They dumped this one up and over, but a steal. And Folks gets the shot up, but can't get it to go. And after two quarters of play, the Eagles head to the locker room with an eight-point lead, 33-25, Eagles over the Patriots. We're going to take a moment to catch our breath, put some numbers together for you, and we'll share those with you momentarily. When we come back, Jackson Dale leads Bethesda Christian at the break, 33-25 on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Encore Insurance Samples Agency is now located at 620 South Adams Street in Versailles. It's a small-town agency with world-class service. Encore does the hard work so you don't have to. Whether it be auto, home, business, or life, Encore can get you the insurance you need at a price you can afford. To request a quote, please see their website at EncoreINSGroup.com. Encore Insurance Samples Agency wishes the best of luck to all our schools in the postseason tournaments. Ohio Rod Products in Versailles and Best Metal Finishing in Osgood are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world. And since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition. And they'd like to wish the Jacksonville Eagles and South Ripley Raiders the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in this week's regional. Lawfrey Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana since 1927, is already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel, refined right here in Indiana. Need fuel delivered to your farm or home? Set up an account today. Need something for that farm or home project? They've got that at the Osgood store. Looking for seed, fertilizer, or grain? The Lawfrey Valley Mill in Dillsboro has you covered. Lawfrey Valley Ag is always looking for new customers and friendly faces to join their team. Stop in the Lawfrey Valley Ag nearest you today. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. 
is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Flat Rock is Hauser. Welcome back. It is halftime here at Southwestern, shall we, for this regional championship game. And it has been an exciting first half of play. The Eagles doing exactly what they wanted to do in terms of getting the job done here. They lead at the halftime break 33-25. They have done two things extremely well, John. A, uh, they have been able to hold um, star guard Kenzie Fulks to a modest first half. And they've been able to somehow negate the height advantage that uh, Bethesda Christian had over them and have been able to just go right at their bigs on the offensive end, put some fouls on some folks, and then just put some great offensive moves on folks to get baskets. Yeah, and you think about it, (laughs) the height advantage for Bethesda Christian is a person. Yes. And once you isolate or remove said person, that height advantage is gone. Jackson Bell now has it. Right. And there's also the numbers advantage that Jackson Dell has. And they're really taking advantage also of the fact that, yeah, Ferguson is big. Yeah, she's a rebound machine. Yeah, she can fill that lane real easy. But she's slow. We've seen Olivia Neal beat her. Yeah. We've seen Hainers beat her. We've seen you get inside, you get behind her. She really can't stop you. Right. And Jacksonville has recognized that, and they've gone for it. There's also the whole, they're hitting threes at an absolute tear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, their propensity to hit threes, particularly from this left side of the floor, um, was just uncanny in that first half. And that is a lot of how they were able to gather their lead and maintain it. Lead got up to as much as nine at one point in that first half. And right now, it's an eight-point lead, 33-25. John, what do you have for individual scoring? All right, for the Lady Patriots, 25 total points. They are 10 of 23 overall, 43.5%, 4 of 10 from beyond the arc, 40%, and 1 of 2 from the free throw line. They are led currently by Paige Vauder. She has 11 points. Kenzie Folks has 9, 3 from Sydney Gooden, and 2 from Jayla Ferguson. For Lady Eagles, 33 total points. They're 11 of 22 overall, 50%. 6 of 10 from beyond the arc, 60%. And 5 of 8 from the free throw line, 63%. They are led by and leading all scorers currently is Reagan Hughes. She has 13 points, followed by Olivia Neal and Kelsey Borgman with 6 each. And 4 points for Julia Meyer and Kaylin Henners. So some good... uh distribution of points there for Jackson Dell. Of course, Reagan Hughes just got red hot from three to get her 13. And if you remember, John, in the last Jackson Dell game you and I did, Reagan Hughes was not a primary scorer. She uh, was the focal point of their opposition. They double teamed her every time and she had to find other ways um, to get into the box score and had to find other ways to um, keep her team in the game, and she did that. In fact, we've talked to her in the post game, and she's mentioned how much pride she took in understanding that, A, she's surrounded by some outstanding athletes that can help her when she can't get her shot off. And, again, she took pride in being able to distribute the ball to those other shooters. 
And again, it ended in a Eagle victory. So tonight, you know she's loving the fact that she's been able to get off offensively and do what she's done so well all season long. I remember Reagan Hughes, only a junior. She's back next year. There's one senior on each team. Yes. Olivia Neal and Paige Vaughters. So both these squads could be right back in this position next year. You are exactly right. Uh, The Eagles already back out on the floor for their mid-game shoot-around. We'll step away briefly, come back in a sec, get you ready to go for half number two. Uh, Jacksondale at the break, leading Bethesda Christian 33-25 in this regional championship on Country 103.9 WRBI and on your smartphone using the free TuneIn app. Simply search WRBI. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jack Sendell and South Ripley girls basketball teams on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this regional championship brought to you in part by Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, Dunn Wright Diesel, and Best Metal Finishing. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil this afternoon for what has been a great two quarters of basketball. The Jacksonville Eagles pretty much executing their plan to perfection. If you heard Coach Scott Smith's pregame interview, John, he mentioned if they could move the ball around offensively, he liked their chances, and they've been successful doing just that. So the uh, Lady Patriots, they'll start things off here in the third quarter with the ball. Fultz will bring it up across the timeline. And now they've moved Ferguson out on the floor, out past the arc. That's interesting. And they bang it inside. A good-looking shot, but won't go down. And Eagles get the rebound. That shot was from Gooden. She had three points in the first half, but couldn't get that one to go. Eagles back the other way. Down in the right corner is Reagan Hughes. Sends it up top to Meyer. Puts it on the floor. Kicks it out for Borgman. Borgman skips it across for Neal, and Neal gives it right back. That was just a case of the defense collapse, and she had nowhere to go with it. Back to Neal up top. Two hands on the ball. Inside, underneath. Count the basket. Count the foul. No. Travel. Then she took an extra step. Oh, goodness. Looked like it was going to be a a three-point play opportunity for the Eagles. Instead, they get her on the travel. And back they go the other way. Fulks brings it up the floor, sends it over to Vaughter. And another Aaron pass from Vonner. Even the coach didn't exactly thrill with that one. 
Well, the Jacksonville fans can say ball don't lie after that travel call. <laughs> and we go back the other way. Borgman on uh, the near wings. Cross-court pass to Hughes, and Borgman gets it back. Borgman eyeing that basket. Borgman, he gets it inside Meyer. Defense collapses on her. Borgman could have launched a Thought three there, it. but she passes that one up. Neal right next to her. Neal's going to take a crack at it. Neal, their best three-point shooter. They're all at about 35% between. Oh, and a steal from Borgman. Borgman down the left side of the lane, and she's fouled as she goes inside. John, I I can't say it enough. I've been impressed with the Eagles' aptitude to take it directly to the rack. Not worried about the size, not worried about the height advantage. They go right into the chest of these bigs every chance they get. Waters picks up her first, team's first of the second half. And Borgman, no uh, shooter's roll there. The audible groan from all the Jackson fans around us. <laughs> but her second free throw is good, and it equals their largest lead of nine. They hit nine once in the, the first half. Bethesda hasn't scored. Here in the third just yet, despite starting with the ball. And here's a three from the wing, and it misses everything. Reagan Hughes going to let that one go, and rightfully so. And the student section is going to let her know <laughs> that that didn't hit anything. And both squads, um, a little lethargic here in the third to start. With Jacksonville, you Ooh, can. That was close. You can somewhat <laughs> understand it. They have the lead. And that was Reagan Hughes toying with that timeline, going almost over and back. Launches a three, no good. Falks going to bring it up the floor. Sends it up ahead. Neal slow to get back on D. And that's a two-point basket, and that brings the Bethesda crowd to life. And now they go with their three-quarter court pressure. Myers able to dribble through it. Borgman has it up top. Meyer from the right wing back up top. Swings it to the left side. Hughes is there. He's going to dribble back center. 5.30 left here in the third. You got the lead. You might as well run a little bit of clock. Myers challenged by Ferguson. Dumps it over and once again. Neal had position, but the help defense came over late. And foul Neal. She'll go to the free throw line to shoot two. Vodders picks up her second. Team second of the second half. So, Neil gets her first free throw to go. She's got another shot coming. Good on both. Back to a nine-point lead. 36-27, Eagles on top. Bethesda has it on the right wing. Falks up top. Draws a bit of a crowd. Gives it up to Vaughter. Ferguson. Quick touch. Now they dribble down the lane. Shot no good. Scrum on the floor. Jump ball should be the call. It is. And it'll stay with the Eagles. Ferguson. 
And it's interesting that they have pulled Ferguson out of on offensive set. They've pulled her out from the post. I guess creating more space, but it hasn't worked yet. As the Eagles defensively have been able to get stops on the vast majority of the possessions. Reagan Hughes has it up top, goes to Neal on the near wing. Neal gives it back up. They work it all the way around the arc to Borgman in the left corner. Borgman dribbles, and they come back across the crowd. They want him to go low for Neal. Neal was wide open. Neal's all by herself Cross court. There. Now they go to Neal. Neal on the baseline gives it back up all the way around. Borgman, boy, she had her eyes wide for a three, but... Didn't pull the trigger, and that's going to result in a turnover as Vaughter steps in the passing lane. Going the other way. Going the other way as... Henners took that charge. Heiner stood in tough, and she gets up with a smile. She got absolutely bulldozed on the play. <laughs> she got popped. But she gladly takes that contact. And that's the third foul, John. The third foul on Gooden. She has to have a seat. That was a big turn right there. Could have been a momentum booster for Bethesda. Instead, it goes the other way. Meyer up top here. Borgman going to go from her right to her left. Heiner's handling the ball now up top. Heiner hands off to Hughes as they continue their motion offense. Again, just looking for a crack in the defense. Not presented itself yet. Heiners goes behind a Myers screen and changes direction for Hughes. Hughes goes back to Myers up top. Neal calling for it on the block. Won't get inside, though. They keep it out above the arc. Now they go inside, and it was tipped at the last second. It's a good-looking pass. Full head of steam again. And this time, Vlader lays it in for two. No one stopped the ball, that one. And she just goes coast to coast, 36-29. Oh, and a travel on Meyer. And this turnover is going to give Bethesda an opportunity to put points on the board and maybe cut this to a two-possession game. They work the ball all the way around the arc. Do the Lady Patriots thinking about the three, but not Vlader. Cross court, finds an opening. Meyer tries to seal the baseline, tries to bounce it off of Meyer, but it goes right into the hand of Heiner. And now Meyer, full head of steam, sends it in the corner for Borgman. Borgman's going to dribble from her left to her right. Reagan Hughes finds a crease, but loses the handle. Picked up by... Ferguson bodies on the floor, and I believe Neal undercut Ferguson's legs there. And so a foul call there, essentially another turnover, and this third has been anything but precise, quite sloppy from both teams. But this grimy style of play, though, John, I think favors Bethesda. I think they want it to be a slugfest. They want it to be dirty and muddy. Falks, way up top. Three, no good. Long rebound. Falks gets her own rebound. Oh, my. Not going to be denied. Gets her own rebound, and this pass thrown up ahead over the head of Hughes. 
And I think Coach Smith needs a timeout. Going to have to settle his squad down. 36-31, two-possession game on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Done Right Diesel Parts, just off Highway 421 at Osgood, is a new and used parts store offering new and recycled premium used late model diesel truck parts. At Done Right, they specialize in dismantling 03 and newer Dodge Rams. They offer quality parts at competitive pricing with same-day shipping on most items. Plus, Done Right carries new parts for Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Jeep, and more. And with over 3,000 used parts in stock, chances are good they'll have what you need. Done Right Diesel Parts in Osgood. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this regional championship brought to you this afternoon by SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC. Encore Insurance, Samples Agents, Chosen Design, Osgood Utilities, and Tyson Activity Center. 36-31, Eagles have seen their lead dwindle. Down to just four. Bethesda going nowhere. They go inside to Ferguson. Ferguson tried to body him. They hand off. Shot no good. Meyer gets the rebound. Meyer dribbles up the floor. Finds Neal. Neal bangs inside and she's clobbered. Clobbered by Ferguson. Goes down hard but gets up with a smile. Wow, that was a hard foul. And they put the foul. I mean, they could have picked. <laughs> could have picked any one of them, really. But Olivia Neal is going to stroll through the free throw line. She drained both on her previous trip. Does the same there. Back in the lineup for the Patriots. 21. Sydney Good. Got another free throw coming. Oh, Jess falls off the lip there. She splits the pair. 68% free throw shooter on the year. So 37-31 now. Ferguson on the wing. They work it around the arc. Try to dump it inside. They get it into Ferguson. She sends it right back out. And Fulks draws a crowd, gives it up down the left side of the lane. Shot no good, but a foul. Called for Sydney Gooden. Gooden will shoot two. Lady Eagle foul, only Olivia Neal. And Neal in a hurry. For the Patriots, 21. Sydney Gooden with two free throws. Picked up what? Actually, uh, third, that's what I thought. Her third, third foul. foul. So Neal's got to be careful. And that free throw off the glass. So Neil's going to get a breather as Sophie Sullivan, a defensive specialist, comes in. Second free throw for Gooden is good. So 37-32, five-point ball game. 119 left in the third. Full court pressure now from Bethesda. Ring and Hughes almost traveled. She did not. Gets it to Meyer. Meyer, full head of steam. She's got options on either side. 
partially blocked. No, they call it a call jump it a ball. Jump ball. Again, they're calling very quick these on the jumps jump very quick. At anything, it was a block as she blocked it right back to Meyer. But instead, they say jump ball. And again, the quickest jump ball I've ever seen in my life. And that favors Bethesda Christian, so they now have the ball. 37 32, looking to cut inside the lead. Somehow they forgot about Ferguson. Her shot blocked. And that should be a travel on the floor, but another quick jump. jump. Wow. I don't know if I know what a jump ball is anymore. I certainly don't know. But what it does do, John, it is a way for the referees to keep control of the game in terms of the physicality because you know business is going to pick up on that end here. Oh, yes. Down the stretch. And since it alternates back and forth, it's almost a way you can look at that as being fair. Hughes being harassed on the left side of the floor. They send it up top for Julia Meyer. Meyer has Fultz on water. Fultz is getting a bit too aggressive. Fultz will be called for the foul. Fultz plays hard, John, on both ends of the floor, offense and defense. Just a bundle of energy. Cannot fault her one bit. Just her second foul. And Meyer's with 30 seconds left to go. Clearly looking to uh, hold for the final shot. Myers very comfortable with the ball in her hand. She closed out that sectional championship single-handedly. And Boardman getting picked on. Now Meyer sends it across the floor. And Neal was, again, just clobbered underneath. They don't call the foul. They call that a simple side out. But... Fultz came in out of nowhere and literally ran through Neal to get that ball, and it goes out of bounds. They get it in cleanly. Meyer up top. Five seconds to go. Changes direction. Dumps it down inside. Oh, oh, oh. what a find. Oh. And that will end the quarter on a two-point basket for Heiner, 39-32. Eagles on top. We've got one exciting quarter left to go. Right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this regional championship being brought to you this afternoon by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, H&R Block. 
One quarter left to go here from Southwestern Shelling. Then the Jacksonville Eagles one quarter away from another championship this season. Already with a sectional championship under their belt. And they're looking for now a regional championship. Little trouble on the inbounds pass. Meyer loses the handle. But a foul call. And that foul's going to go against the Eagles. So add injury to insult there. They lose the ball. And then they commit a foul. Meyer picks up her third. So Meyer and Neal both on the floor. Both with three fouls. Falks from the corner. Got him. And they immediately call timeout. It's a four-point game again. Eagles on top, 39-35. We'll be back in a second on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Tyson Activity Center and First Sales is a huge asset to the community, but you may not know all they offer. From sports leagues like basketball, volleyball, even pickleball, to gymnastics, personal strength training, and skills practice opportunities, indoor walking, and so much more. Plus, Tyson Activity Center is a perfect spot for your next reunion, birthday party, community, or corporate event. And their rental rates are so low, you won't believe it. Visit them online today at TysonActivityCenter.com. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And welcome back to the Regional Championship, brought to you by Lothery Valley Ag, Ison Family Pizza, Bronze Gutswiller, and Napoleon State Bank. 7.36 left in the ballgame. Eagles with a four-point lead, but Bethesda doing all they can to keep it close. Reagan Hughes on the left wing, dribbles all the way around the arc, hands it off to Borgman. And they've been running this motion offense, not just to run clock, but also to look for cracks in this defense like there. Like that one. Reagan Hughes goes all the way to the rack. The shot no good. Rebound and a clobbered. No foul call. And now the foul is called late. A reach-in foul called against. They discuss this. It looks like it's going to be a foul called against uh, Bethesda, and it is. But poor Caitlin Hines was she got absolutely blasted on her way up for a free throw. That foul they don't call. Wonder if that was the makeup reach-in foul. Perhaps Reagan Hughes. Oh. Back to business. A three-ball from the far corner. Forty-two, thirty-five. Left corner's been the happy place. It really has on both ends of the floor. Fultz gives it to Ferguson. Back to Fultz. Back to Ferguson. Two-person game now. They go down on the baseline. Neil comes over to help. They send it out. Shot no good. Tapped, but saved by Myers. No, she gives it right back to Bethesda, and then Heiners comes in and snatches it. They call another jump ball, but that's okay. Looks like it stays at Jacksonville. It goes with Jacksonville. It does. Heiners couldn't believe it, put her hands on her heads. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> she thought the possession arrow was going the other way, but it stays with the Eagles. The Eagles, they get it into uh, Reagan Hughes. Hughes dribbles all the way through the defense to get it across the timeline, meandering as she went. 42-35. Eagles. Meyer Ooh. under the block. The shot is good, and she's fouled. 
Ferguson came over to swat that one. And Julia Meyer knew she was coming, John. She hesitated slightly, let the block go by, and went right to the rack for two. And she was fouled, so she'll go to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. This would be for their largest lead of the afternoon. Well, now they're shooting all the way home. And I didn't even notice that, but 6-14, John. Myers can't get the three-point play. Folks comes down with it. Nine-point lead. Folks again. Dribbles it off her foot. The second time, and she's even asking herself, how do I keep doing that? Can't believe it. And this gym starting to fill up, John, as teams are starting to come in for the second game. Yeah, there's still one of those, don't forget. A minute <laughs> has checked into the building. Eminence. Thank you. Meyer from the far right wing. Looking, taking her time, definitely running clock here. With a nine-point lead and 5.48 left to go, you can understand it. Uh, Bethesda can't really foul. They don't have fouls to give. You're going to be sending the Lady Eagles to the line. Well, what is good, though, John, from an offensive standpoint, when they run that lead, they find openings, and they thought they had Neil, but the ball gets inside. Back the other way. The hoop, the harm. And Sidney Gooden not giving up on the season. Excuse me, that wasn't good. That was Vodder. Vodder, they put that on Reagan Hughes. Basket was good for Bethesda Christian, 22. It's only Hughes' second. Good enough, if I'm not mistaken, is on the floor with four. Vodder, three-point play completed, so that answers Reagan Hughes' traditional three. Meyer got a crowd in front of her, but gets it up and over the defense. And Borgman to Meyer. Meyer back to Borgman. Borgman dribbling to her right. Hands off to Hughes. Hughes in a little bit of a crisis. And uh, Coach Smith going to save her with a timeout. Got a timeout on the floor. We'll take one as well. 44-38. Eagles on top with five minutes left to go on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. The Batesville Veterans of Foreign Wars invite you to their smoked pork chop dinner this Saturday. Come support this great veterans organization. From 4.30 to 7.30, they'll be serving up some delicious chops, sides, and desserts. Just $14 for adults and $7 for children 10 and under. Then stick around after dinner for a fun night of music from the band One Ton Monkey starting at 8 p.m. That's this Saturday at the Batesville VFW, post 3183 in downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of the regional championship brought to you by Stratton Car Center Funeral Home, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, Don Wright Diesel, and Best Metal Finishing. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil for this regional championship and the Jacksonville Eagles. Poise. To cut down the nets, they've got to hang on for five minutes. They've got a six-point lead, 44-38. But Bethesda is clearly picking up the pace here, the intensity level on 10 in this gymnasium. Bethesda wants to get back in it. The Eagles 
want to seal the deal. Oh, Ray, neither of these teams wants to go home. No doubt about that. Myers from the right wing puts it on the floor. They go inside. Oh, she got hacked. And Caitlin Heiners. Heiners, a transfer from Batesville High School, her first year with the team. And she's found herself at home here with the Lady Eagles. Steps to the line with an opportunity to extend the lead and does so with their first free throw. It's good. Back in the Patriot lineup, to Lindsey Johnson. Heiner's just a 46% free throw shooter, but with an opportunity to prove the stats wrong, and she does. Gets them both to go. 46-38, back to an eight-point lead. Vodders and uh, Falks bring it up the floor. Falks on the, the right side. Water on the left. They've inverted that zone now. It's a 3-2 zone. Falks for three. And she gets it to go, and they call a timeout again. Bethesda, they did that the last three. 46-41 now. We take a timeout. Be right back on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, and Versailles. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this regional championship brought to you this afternoon by SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC. Encore Insurance, Samples Agency, Chosen Designs, Osgood Utilities, and Tyson Activity Center. 419 left to go in the ball game. Bethesda drains a three and immediately calls timeout. They're looking for an extra possession here. It worked for them the last time they did it. Ball comes in to Meyer. Meyer slowly eyeing the defense, gets it up across the timeline. Reagan Hughes on the near sideline wanted to, to pull the trigger on a three but thought better of it. And you can see Falks there going she forward. The steal. Meyer down in the corner now. Got to be careful. Kicks it back up top for Hughes. And the Eagles kind of momentarily breathe a breath of relief, but doesn't last long. Here comes Fultz trying to get the ball from Borgman. Borgman gives it up to Meyer. Meyer gets tangled up with Fultz, and Fultz draws another foul. That's her third team's ninth. She was the worst to wear on that one. Eagles are now in the bonus at the line. One of one for Jacksonville, 22, Julia Byron. They've got 19 fouls, and they called it a, nine, a one and one. Yeah, you need 10 to uh, have a double bonus. Thank you, sir. I was, four, I was thinking it was eight. Whoa. And Meyer drains the front end. She'll be afforded the luxury of another free throw. Lead is at six now. 
Because Jim's awfully quiet. Wow, that got quiet in a hurry. <laughs> Spooky quiet. <laughs> but when they make a free throw, it gets loud again. That was Oldenburg level vibes right there. I wonder if that rattled the shooter at all for it to get that, that quiet. But apparently not. Julia Meyer up to the task. She drains them both. 48-41, three and a half to go. Falks calling for a screen. She can't Come get on, one. Screen. She's begging for a screen. No one wants to give her one. So she says, all right, well, I'm just going to have to take it off the bounce. Sends it over to the right wing. Thought about a three. No, they go inside. Gooden tries to bang down low. Kicks it out. Three ball. Misses everything. But Gooden on the floor for the rebound. And Borgman's got to go the other way. Tried to get it up. And Ferguson, that big body, just too much. He couldn't find any daylight to get that ball up on the deck. Goes out of bounds. Last touch by Bethesda. And the Lady Eagles will bring this ball in underneath their own basket. If I'm Jackson Dell, I'm going to take it in on 21 or 12. That's going to – never mind. Meyer. Oh. With a quick release off the inbound, and I she's fouled. Five. I believe they put that on 12. Count up. They put it on 31. Ooh. Count the basket. And Julia Meyer. It's a complete three-point play. And, John, again, you and I witnessed it the last game. Meyer fully capable of closing out a game for Coach Scott Smith, and she's doing it here with three minutes left to go. Completes the old-fashioned three. Jacksonville has its largest lead of the night. It's a 10-point lead with under three minutes left to go. Folks, again, begging for a screen. She looks to the coach like, why won't they set a screen? Tries to lull the defense to sleep. Launches a three, no good. Rebound down and a quick kick out for Borgman. Two-on-two break. Neal banging inside, and she's fouled. That was that was knowing you had the position on yes. the big and bouncing off of her. I like Neil's style here tonight. Not afraid. She knows she's outmatched by height, but she's going to go right at her every time. I like it. That's now the third player with four fouls on the floor for Bethesda right now. Neil, 68% free throw shooter, misses the front end. John, you made mention during the pregame how short or how small in terms of numbers this Bethesda bench is. And that's why they pretty much have got to play all of these players. And they've been playing six. Yes. They have eight, maybe nine. 52-11, 11-point game now. Jacksonville's largest lead. A lot of traffic up top, down the right side of the lane, and a foul from behind as Water got down just below the free throw line and released a shot. Borgman just her first. And John, I don't know what you saw there in the pregame shooter round with Ferguson, but boy, you were spot on about her athleticism or lack thereof. She just really hasn't been the factor I thought she would be in these much smaller but speedier guards that Jacksonville has have been able to navigate and get to the basket. When your only strength is the fact you're head and shoulders above everybody else, 
that might look intimidating on paper, but when it comes down to it, you're eventually not going to have an impact on the game. They split a pair of free throws. It's a nine-point game. Scratch that. She made both of those. Made both. Meyer on the left wing sends a cross-court pass to Reagan Hughes, and Julia gets it right back. They double-team every ball handler trying to create turnovers. Not looking to foul, John, but as you mentioned, they can't. They don't have anything to give. Mackenzie Folks could foul or Paige Vaughters could foul. That's it. And Meyer goes down the baseline, wraparound pass, and Coach Scott Smith's seen enough. Going to call a timeout. We'll take one as well. Nine-point game. Eagles on top, 52-43 on Country 103.9, WRBI, and online at WRBIRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mike Stratton. Over 40 years ago, I was a player. Now, as owners of the Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home in Versailles, Eric Karstetter and I are proud to sponsor this great tradition. Be sure and support your favorite team. Stratton Karstetter Funeral Home is a family-owned, independent business. Proudly serving southeastern Indiana for over two decades, they congratulate the South Ripley and Jackson Dell girls basketball teams on their great seasons. At Chosen Designs, their personalized service and attention to detail make them the chosen ones when it comes to customizing products. Whether it's embroidery, screen printing, signs, banners, or promotional products, Chosen Designs can put your logo, brand, or idea on thousands of items. They're growing and have moved into a new building at 1182 South Ripley Estates Drive in Versailles. Stop by the shop, call them at 812-689-3370, or check out their website at chosenwithazdesigns.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this regional championship brought to you this afternoon by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and H&R Block. Terrence Arney alongside John Heil here from Southwestern Shelby. That's the site of this regional championship. Eagles trying to close it out. Meyer, a dribble drive to the rack. Got in too deep. Ball hits the bottom of the backboard. Ooh. And they go back the other way. And a foul is going to be called on the Eagles. Foul Jackson Dell, 14, Kelsey Borgman. Borgman picks up the last two Eagle fouls. And that'll send with water to the line. First free throw is good. But the best part, Jacksonville still not in the bonus. Bethesda still not shooting one plus. Water the 67% free throw shooter on the year. Drains them both. 52-45, a minute and a half to go. Bethesda's going to get desperate here. And they are trying to foul on purpose. Got two hands on the ball here. They won't call it. I'm sure Bethesda's like, what do we have to do? <laughs> what do we got to do to get a foul? To get a foul. And they are, they are pushing, they're shoving, they're trying to get the foul call. These refs won't do it, but that two-hand shove on Neil. And Ferguson takes a seat. That gets somebody's attention, and... Ferguson lost track. She didn't know she was at four, John. Ferguson thought she was at three, did not know she was at four. Final. Her teammates immediately run over to her to say, what were you doing? 
And that's unfortunate, John. Ferguson had no idea she was on four fouls. No. So their rim protector has a seat. And with a minute and 15 left in the game, Bethesda Christian doesn't even bother putting anybody on the lane. O'Neal shoot these by herself. But actually, that could have been a technical because she was in the air when she got two-hand shove. I didn't look to see if that was a technical foul. It might have actually been then. It was, John. It was because I just thought about it. Olivia was in the air for that layup. She got two-hand shoved. So Neil shoots the two-shot technical, and now it's a side out wow. for the Eagles. Yeah, we were both we were both asleep on that part. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't think of it. And a quick timeout. That was almost a five-second violation. Coach Smith wasn't too happy about that. Well, he wasn't playing any games either. No. We'll take a uh, one-minute timeout, come back for the minute, 15-second conclusion. Eagles on top, 53-45 on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Encore Insurance Samples Agency is now located at 620 South Adams Street in Versailles. It's a small-town agency with world-class service. Encore does the hard work so you don't have to. Whether it be auto, home, business, or life, Encore can get you the insurance you need at a price you can afford. To request a quote, please see their website at EncoreINSGroup.com. Encore Insurance Samples Agency wishes the best of luck to all our schools in the postseason tournaments. Ohio Rod Products in Versailles and Best Metal Finishing in Osgood are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world. And since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition. And they'd like to wish the Jacksonville Eagles and South Ripley Raiders the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in this week's regional. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of this regional championship brought to you by Lothrian Valley Ag, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and Napoleon State Bank. Just a minute ten left to go, and the Eagles will be cutting down the nets. Fourth foul just called on Bethesda's Kenzie Fultz. Kenzie Fultz and Raven Hughes steps to the line. Drains the first to make it a nine-point game. She'll have an opportunity to push it back to double digits here. And she does as that three throw rattles home. A ten-point game with a minute left. 55-45. Fultz with the ball. Going to try to do it herself. Kicks it out. From the free throw line, shot up, hard bounce off the back iron, straight up, and then down in the arms mm. of the Eagles, but they're calling a loose ball foul of some sort. Didn't really see that happen. Julia Meyer picks up her fourth. So Meyer will need to be careful here in these final 50-so seconds. She'll definitely want to finish on the floor in this regional championship. They missed the front end of the one-and-one Do one, the Patriots. And Vlader fouls Julia Meyer. 
and I think reality may be sitting in. Folks looks spent, John, and I made mention, you know, she's only played eight games um, coming off of a year-long injury. It'd be difficult to be in basketball shape playing in a regional championship with just eight regular season games. Yeah, it's... It's tough. You know she wanted to get back out there. Certainly. You know she was hoping to mend, hoping to get back out on the floor, help her team, and it just. And it was a situation that not being on the floor, that's not that wasn't an option. If their team was going to have any chance at winning this regional championship, she was going to have to be on the floor and play. Myers rims out on the first free throw. He's got another coming. And another thing, too, that was interesting to see here in this game, in their sectional championship, the Cougars really came after them and got the Eagles rattled down the stretch. But there's been none of that here. Foul on the floor. Folks wanted the continuation, won't get it. There it goes on Hughes. That's our third. One plus. This is the longest it minute is. 15. Fox goes to the line for a one and one. Olivia Neal comes back on the floor. Coach wants his starting five to close this game out. And Fox is good. She will shoot again. Eagles student section starting to tune up with, I believe that we will win. I believe they might be right. I believe they're dead set correct there. Split the pair. Does Folks Meyer in a little bit of trouble, but she's fouled. That'll go on Lindsey Dodson. That's only her first. Patriot foul to Lindsey Dodson. But it doesn't matter because there's plenty of others in front of her. At the line with your free throws. So, Julia Meyer, Julia Meyer, Olivia Neal, Reagan Hughes, Kayla Borgman, Kelsey Borgman, and a late check-in here. Kayla Henners. Heiners is in, and that's how Scott Smith will choose to close this out. He does pull Neal off the floor here. Defensive specialist. And brings in Sullivan. Sophia Sullivan is definitely the sixth man of this team. Yes. Well. Meyer able to sink both free throws. That's a 12-point lead, the largest of the afternoon. Fultz steps into a three, a hard off the rim, rebound, but they got the reach-in foul. You can almost see it a mile away as Gooden's arm just wrapped all the way around Borgman's face. Five now on Gooden. It is, and Gooden will have a seat. Into the lineup for the Patriots, 15, Lauren Keach. Lauren Keach, I believe. Oh, no, she's the sophomore on the team. During their sectional run, John, I made mention last time we were here just how loose this Jacksonville team was prior to the game tonight, but this afternoon was no different. When they came in, and you can see them there on the bench now, trying to hold it together. You can tell they want to explode with excitement because they know what this win means. 
At this point, they don't have to holler. Don't call the travel. It doesn't matter. 20 seconds left. Bethesda wanting to make it look good. They missed that shot, and Meyer will have the opportunity to dribble it out. And a final timeout, and we'll keep it right here. And the Jackson Dell all hugs and smiles as Scott Smith makes the full line change, puts in all his reserves and underclassmen. And this Jacksondale crowd rises to its feet to congratulate these young ladies as they have won a regional championship and they head to semi-state. They defeat the Bethesda Christian Patriots 58-46, your final score. We will send it back to the station. When we come back, we'll have an extended post-game show with interviews with head coach Scott Smith and some of his players John and I will talk about the keys to the Eagles' victory this afternoon, and we'll also share statistics and final stats. All of this coming up on the postgame show right now on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Lawfrey Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana since 1927, is already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel, refined right here in Indiana. Need fuel delivered to your farm or home? Set up an account today. Need something for that farm or home project? They've got that at the Osgood store. Looking for seed, fertilizer, or grain? The Lawfrey Valley Mill in Dillsboro has you covered. Lawfrey Valley Ag is always looking for new customers and friendly faces to join their team. Stop in the Lawfrey Valley Ag nearest you today. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. And welcome in, sports fans. We've got a final for you here from Southwestern Shelby. The Jacksonville Lady Eagles, they get the job done. They defeat the Bethesda Christian Patriots. 58-46, your final score. And Jacksonville, once again, is your regional champion 
headed to semi-state. This game was well within hand to be, if I'm being honest, at no point in time did you feel like there was a threat coming from the Patriots. The Eagles built about a five to eight point lead. John, you pointed that out during the broadcast, and that's where it hovered much of the game. There were a couple of opportunities where Bethesda got it into a two-possession game. They got it within four, but they never really threatened down the stretch. Um, they were a bit short-handed, um, a very small school, in fact, and a, uh, had a very small bench, and they just never really posed a real threat to these Eagles. Once the Eagles had established that lead, well, they maintained it pretty much the whole way. Yeah, that first quarter was probably where most of the uh, threat came in from the from the Lady Patriots. It was very back and forth. But again, it was also uh, the first time these two teams had ever met. So there's a lot right. of kind of feeling each other out, figuring out what's your defense doing, what's my defense doing, how are we going to, you know, here and this, this, there, that, and the other. But once they got past that first quarter, I mean, Jackson Dell just controlled it the whole way home. Yeah, no doubt about it. Coach Scott Smith, he would appear that he had a good plan that they'd scouted well and knew exactly what he wanted to do in, in terms of what he needed to do to get a victory. And I felt like I felt like the Eagles really executed that plan um, to a T. Uh, one of the things that Coach Smith mentioned in the pregame, and uh, we look forward to speaking to him here in the postgame, but one of the things that Coach Smith mentioned was he felt like if they could effectively move the ball around, they would have success. And in that first half in particular, Reagan Hughes and company, they were on fire from distance, able to generate tons of offense via the long ball, and that pretty much created the separation between the two teams. Once that separation was there, uh, they maintained it throughout the game. And all the talk of Folks and Ferguson, they just never were a factor in the game. In fact, Ferguson disqualified there down the stretch. Ferguson just completely unaware of the number of total fouls she had and went to foul, actually a hard foul. It's teed up for it. Yeah, hard foul called on Olivia Neal. That disqualified her from the contest. And as for Falks, um, you could tell the desire was there. You could tell she wanted it. But I believe her body failed her here in that she'd been out for the entire season, only played eight games before this afternoon. And uh, you can imagine when you're playing at this level, um, eight games is not enough to be in championship form. Um, and, uh, again, a, a it just appeared that her, you know, again, the will to win was clearly there, but her body just would not cooperate. Yeah, and it's, you know, she wanted it, and she, you know, she left it all out on the floor. It's just eight games is not, like you said, it's just not enough. You know, when, when you're talking about a regular season being 20 games. Yes. Give or take, about 20 games. Uh-huh. You know, having less than half of that, and half of that total being in, postseason play right you're just not you're not hitting that point yet which is terribly unfortunate you know but Bethesda Christian junior heavy they lose Paige Vaughters but everybody else be right back next year 
Yeah, no doubt about it. Scott Smith, he should run for mayor of Osgood as he's all smiles and handshakes, kissing babies, doing the whole nine out oh, on the floor. Up, he'd end up winning that race easy. <laughs> It'd be no contest. Um, and, and I'm, you think I'm joking. He is li- literally kissing babies <laughs> and shaking hands. Right here, right now. Um, out on the floor. And as you can imagine, as a... He's probably trying to figure out where we are. Yeah, he was looking for us. We we took the liberty of getting the bird's eye view this time. We're not looking at it. This is the first time I've been at this school probably 15 times in the last 15 years. Sure. Because, you know, Jacksonville. And and I've never seen the gym from this perspective before. Uh, Neither have I, and I'm glad we did do it this way. This is where we're going to do it every time. Join us now in the post-game show as the victorious head coach of the Jacksonville Lady Eagles, excuse me, the regional champion Jacksonville Lady Eagles, Scott Smith. And, Coach, you said in the pregame, first off, congratulations, but you said it in the pregame. You felt like if you guys would be would be successful, if you could move the ball around and get some good ball movement, um, that you liked your chances and that's exactly what you did. It looked like the game plan was executed to perfection. Yeah, the kids did a great job. And, you know, the, the hardest thing I think to get kids to understand is when you play in a tournament, everybody's good. Yeah. Everybody's playing because it may be their last game. And so, you know, you can't afford to give them possessions. Right. So when we can eat a minute off the clock and then take a shot uh, late in the game or we can eat a couple minutes off the clock and, and then get a foul – it's like, that's what we want to do. We want to limit their possessions and limit their chances of getting back in the game. And I thought the kids did a great job of doing that today. How about the town of Osgood? This literally looked like a home game with the pep band and the cheerleaders. And, then again, all these people that traveled. What can you say about this town of Osgood showing up here in southwestern Shelby? Well, you know, Jacksonville, I've always said, is a very special place because I went there, my wife went there, my kids go there, um, and this is how they support their their boys and girls basketball teams. Yes. Uh, and, and I'm just very proud that we were able to give them, you know, something that they probably didn't think we could do at the beginning of the year. Right. Uh, and, and to see these kids step up and believe in themselves and just get better and better each game, no matter what, no matter what the result would have been, I would have been happy. But I am a lot happier that we won. Well, let's talk about that maturation process just a little bit. You, you said yourself that many people may not have given you a chance to be here right now at the beginning of the year. Talk about that process of just getting better and better every week. Well, um, you know, we we lost six seniors off last year's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one returning starter. And then we had basically two other kids that had, uh, you know, minimal varsity experience. Right. So, you know, number one, they got to understand it's altogether different in JV. The intensity is different. The expectation is different. It took a while for that. Um, you know, we lost a lot of close games. We had a three-game or 0-3 start. We had an 0-4 stretch around the holiday tournament. But I was happy, even though we lost, because – it was they were all close games, right? So it means you know we're one or two possessions away from being where we wanted to be, and you know, like I said, I'm just very proud of every single one of those kids because they've given us all they can give, and hopefully, you know, I'm glad we get one more week together, and yes. hopefully, we can put together a couple games next weekend. 
So speaking of that, you and I talked about it earlier in this week. They have changed this format in terms of regionals and, and, and the semi-state. So what's next? What happens next? Well, as I understand it, they will play the second regional game. Uh, that'll be a separate regional title between Eminence and Bloomfield. Then sometime tomorrow, they will draw for each class the remaining four teams in the south and four teams in the north. Okay. And then they will play a two-game semi-state. So I don't think we will know until tomorrow or later on this evening uh, who we would play. Okay. So we could, we could, by the luck of the draw, play the winner of this next game. Right. Or we could be playing Lanesville, Trinity Lutheran at the other regional. Wow. All right. Well, Coach, I'll let you get back to it. I saw you out there shaking hands, kissing babies. you got to work the room here, so I'm going to let you get back to it. I appreciate it. it. If you want to talk to a couple kids, sure. I can send them up. Sure, send them All up. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That was the victorious head coach, Coach Scott Smith of the Jacksonville, excuse me, the regional champion, Jacksonville Lady Eagles. And we'll be back with more of the postgame show in just a second here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jack Sindel and South Ripley girls basketball teams on another successful season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young women the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Postgame show continues here from Southwestern High School where the Jacksonville Lady Eagles just secured a regional title. They defeat uh, Bethesda Christian 58-46, the final score there. Joining us now in the booth is the lone senior on this Lady Eagles team, Olivia Neal. Olivia, you put in 11 points here in uh, this victory. Congratulations. Thank you. So you ladies, once again, you get it done at the same place where you won your sectional title. Did that play into it at all? I mean, being comfortable in terms of you've played in this gym before, you know you've gotten um, huge victories in this gym before? Yeah, so it's actually it's a funny story. Scott told us before we came up here and played for sectional that they used to call this the Eagle's Nest North oh. because we'd won so many times here. <laughs> That's funny. But um, last week, you know, for sectionals, we came the Saturday before practice right. in, in the afternoon, and then we played three games here last week. Scott asked us on Monday, do you guys want to go back up there this week and practice in the gym? We were like, no, we're comfortable. We can play in that gym. We know we can win. Good. If we lose, it's not going to be because we couldn't. It was a new gym, you know? Right, so right. So it, it we were pretty comfortable today, and I think it, it's just another one. It's just another game in the season. You had a tough assignment in this game, your matchup with Jayla Ferguson, 6-2 Jayla yeah. Ferguson. She <laughs> was a handful but you showed no fear out there on the floor. Talk to us about your mindset, knowing full well she's got you by you know a handful of inches, and that was going to be your assignment. Um, 
she she's a great player, obviously, but I I've played I've been matched up against girls throughout the season that are just as big as her. Right. And I but I mean they're fast and they can play like they're really really good. And right. so you know going in, I watched film, I really studied her, and I just found her weak points, and I knew what I had to do, and I knew I mean I I wasn't nervous whatsoever. That is awesome. Well, you've got some teammates you've brought with you that we yeah. want to speak to as well. Miss um, Neal, congratulations on the victory, and we will see you at Semi-State. Sweet. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And now stepping up to the mic is junior Reagan Hughes. Hughes with 13 points. 18. Oh, I'm sorry. That three is an eight. 18 points here tonight. And uh Reagan, first and foremost, congratulations on the victory. Thank you. And you seem to be really focused on the offensive end to start this game. You got red hot down in that left corner on three, just bombs away. How did that feel in terms of getting this game going? I mean, I, as you know, I didn't shoot much against <laughs> South Decatur. Right. I sectionals, so I was just ready to go. Like, I had it all in me all week. I couldn't shoot at the beginning of the week, but as the week went on, I mean, I was just at practice. I couldn't miss. Uh-oh. I mean, they're laughing. They, I'm not exaggerating that. So I just, as soon as the game started, I was like, I just got to get it out. Like, Scott was like, you got the green light. You need to let it go. That is awesome. And when your coach, I mean, with all sincerity, when your coach says to you, you've got the green light. Yeah. That's an amazing feeling, right? I know. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he's always said that, but I've always been like, Eh, I don't know. I've always played pass more than shoot, but sure. lately, I, especially this game, I was like, we got to get going right off the bat. So I was like, just going to let it fly. Good deal. Now, your opponents there, Bethesda Christian, um, they've got a, a pretty special guard in Kenzie Fultz. Um, she's had a, historic, a storied career and was injured coming into this game. How concerned or how worried were you about that matchup? I mean... We watched a couple games of her, and that was when she had first came back, so she was not anywhere close to where she is now. But, I mean, seeing how well she did in sectionals, I mean, I was worried. Right. I was like, if she gets going, like, we're going to have to dig ourselves out of a hole. So, I mean, she's a really good player, like, really good. Like, that was my – in the second half, that was what he said. He's like, we just got to shut her down. So, I give her all credit. She's a really good player. Good deal. Well – uh, Reagan, again, congratulations on the win today. Uh, you guys up to this point have had an unbelievable season, and I am so happy for all of you that it gets to continue another week. Thank you. We will see you at Semi-State. Thank you. All righty. That was Reagan Hughes, finished with 18 points, and now stepping to the mic is Julia Meyer. Julia, congratulations on the victory. Thank you. Um, when we spoke last, um, you were coming off a sectional championship where you did a lot to close that game out this time with the lead that you guys had and then of course with the offensive performance from Reagan Hughes uh, didn't necessarily have to do as much to close it out but as when the moments as always when the moments get tough and uh, tense you always seem to be the lady eagle with the ball uh, in her hands um, tell me about that uh, what that means to you and for this team. But when you're heading down the stretch where the game is on the line in the balance, it's up to you to, to run the offense. Um, so when I'm out there, it kind of feels a little nerve-wracking because all the pressure's on me to take care of the ball. And I prepared for this moment all my life, um, playing through AAU and all my coaches that pushed me through this. 
and have I've worked on my ball handling so much to be able to be in this moment and take care of it that it feels it makes me feel pretty proud that my coach wants me to do that and my teammates rely on me to be able to take care of the ball for them and catch them when they're open and um, make sure we have the ball at the end. They're down the stretch too. It seemed like uh, Bethesda Christian figured out that in fact you were going to be um, the main ball handler. They just kept running double teams at you no matter where you were on the floor. How nerve-wracking was that? Very. <laughs> but every time I see some, two people running at me, I always see an opening to go around or an opening to pass, and that's what I do. I don't even think about them to come and collapsing on me. And you can be honest with this question because Coach Smith has already given me the honest answer. When you when the season started and you guys first got together and you lose the first game, you lose the second game, you lose the third game, you're 0-3 on the season, at that point in time, did you really think this is where you guys would be uh, regional champions? At the very beginning of the season, no, I did not. I I was always hoping for a sectional win, but I never thought that we would be here to win the actual regionals. And it's like a dream come true just to go to do it and be here on this floor with a piece of net in my hand. It just feels amazing to be able to do that. Awesome. Well, definitely congratulations on the win. Um, and we will be with you when you guys go to semi-state next week. We look forward to seeing you then. Thank you. See ya. All right. That was Julia Meyer. John, Julia, finished how many points today? 14 points tonight. 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 Yeah, 14 big points this afternoon, and really her ball handling was key to closing this game out. And now join us. Kaylin Heiners has stepped to the microphone, a sophomore on this team. We've got two more years to watch this young lady play and grow with the Eagles, first and foremost. Congratulations on the victory. Thank you. So... This, this is a question I can only ask you because it's it's only your set of circumstances. Last time we spoke, you mentioned this your first year with the Lady Eagles. Yeah. You transferred out from Batesville to here. Think you made the right decision? I think I definitely <laughs> made the right decision here. <laughs> yeah, I mean Batesville got knocked out first round, and here I am going on a semi-state. So, and not just going, but but Kayla, you're a big part of this team. Uh, you you come off the bench and you provide a whole a ton of energy and just another. Um, uh, ball handler for Coach Smith to be able to get his offense going. Uh, you guys won the the sectional in this very same building. Um, so how comfortable were you knowing you were coming back to this exact same place to do it all again? I mean, like I heard Liv say, like we practice in here one time and then we played three games in here for the sectional. So knowing that, like we've already played so many games and had so many practices in here, it's just like it's almost like our gym. It's right. like a home gym for us. And I feel like with as a Christian, they didn't really have that advantage because they're they're they haven't practiced as I know of right. in here yet or played a game in here. So I think we had the advantage over that. Good deal. Um, So in this game, you guys were able to build a decent lead. And in the third quarter, uh, the start of the third quarter, you could tell that Bethesda Christian was kind of cranking up the screws, turning up the pressure a little bit, trying to get back in the game. What was it like out there for you guys at the start of the third quarter? I mean, it was pretty stressful, and it was just kind of like it was kind of like we had to dig deep and really, really – put a stop to them mm-hmm. and then build our lead and so in order for me like I'm a defensive player and for me that's like that's my job I'm going to try to get a stop yep. and then I'm going to try to get the opportunity for other people to score 
whole lot of fouls going around, too, in that second half. How physical was it out there? It was quite physical. There was a few plays I got pretty heated up on um, where, like, I mean, they would say it was all ball, and I know for <laughs> I know it wasn't really all ball, but, I mean, you just got to play through it, all the frustration and everything. You just got to get through it and just take it as it comes. Well, it looks like you guys got through it just fine. Yep. So, again, congratulations Thank on the you. regional championship, and we will see you next week at Semi-State. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks so much. And now joining us here in the post game, Kelsey Borgman. Miss Borgman, um, again, congratulations on uh, being a regional champion. Thank you. When the season started, did you think you would be here? Would you think the word regional champion would be beside your name? No, it's crazy. <laughs> I really can't believe we've come this far. Right, right. So let's go inside the game a little bit. You guys are able to get a good hot start, right? uh, Reagan's just going bonkers from the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, This crowd, which, you know, this gym was pretty much all Jacksonville, is is going crazy. Tell me what that felt like in terms of how you were able to keep your emotions in check with everything's going right, the crowd's going crazy, but you still got to play. Yeah, I just... I like it when the crowd goes crazy. It keeps me in check on the court, Mm -hmm. and I just feel like everything's going good. I try to not let myself get down and not let my team get down, and we just keep pushing through. Same question for you that um, I I just asked of Kaylin. It seemed, from where we're sitting, it seemed like there were moments in this game that were extremely physical and intense. I mean, granted, both teams want to win. Yes. How physical was it out there? Uh, it, it was a couple bit of, like, grabbing jerseys and mm-hmm. stuff, a little bit of pushing, but it's okay. <laughs> you don't mind. No. You got the victory. <laughs> yeah. Um, you are uh, just a sophomore as well coming in, and, and we know it's a big leap, right, from JV ball to playing varsity ball. But even a bigger leap, though, when you talk about playing varsity ball in the postseason. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to adjust, make that adjustment from JV to regional varsity basketball? I've just been really working on being more confident. Right. And um, my teams, they're really good and they help me, and I feel really confident with them. And yeah. Well, good nice. deal. Good deal. Well, Miss Borgman, again, thank you so much. Congratulations on the victory here this afternoon, and we look forward to seeing you next weekend at Semi State. Thank you. All right. And last but not least, Let's bring in the defensive specialist, Sophie Sullivan. (laughs) Sophie, congratulations. Thank you. And, um, you know, as a defensive specialist on this team, you know there were um, a couple of young ladies with Bethesda Christian that they really rely on to keep their offenses going. None other. Uh, We start with Kenzie Fultz. How concerned were you um, about Fultz and what she could do because she had such a great sectional? Well, um, really, you want to tip your hat to folks. She played an excellent game. She really keeps that team going. Um, they, she's an an amazing dribbler. Um, she, they're really good at passing. Mm-hmm. Um, she, they got a lot of open looks by her passing and her, um, her dribbling skills. So what we wanted to do, we just really wanted to um, not give her a lot of pressure because she's quick, but kind of just contain contain the fire almost right and so um, they force her other teammates who maybe aren't as strong as dribblers give them a little more pressure so they can give the ball up and when we contain her she can give the ball up and we can eventually get a turnover you too just like the uh the two previous young ladies we spoke with just a sophomore on this team 
Um, you know, so what is it like in terms of basketball having to grow up so quickly, right? I mean, last mm-hmm. year you were, you were playing JV ball. Yes. Um, and you graduate so many seniors, and you guys have had to grow up overnight almost. What's that like? Um, it puts a lot of pressure on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very fortunate to have – we're very fortunate to have the coaches and the teammates that we do. Um, we – you just got to work at it, I guess. <laughs> um, you just got to push yourself in practice and pay attention to all the little details and just – work as hard as you can on everything every loose ball everything you just got to work as hard as you can 100 percent. so here we are you just cut down the nets for a regional championship and next weekend you'll have an opportunity to cut down nets as a semi-state champion um has it hit you yet (laughs) i don't think we (laughs) kelsey and i were just talking um the fact that we won sectionals, I feel, is still, I'm still reeling over it. And it's just, it's unreal and it's amazing. But, um, yeah, it's just unreal. Well, it's true. It really happened. So congratulations on the sectional win, on the regional win. And we look so forward to seeing you next weekend Thank at you. MIC. Thank you. All right. That was Sophie Sullivan with the Jacksonville Lady Eagles, her teammates, patiently waiting for her so they can continue the celebration. We'll take a quick timeout, come back, tie a bow on this one. A regional championship for the Jacksondale Eagles right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Done right diesel parts just off Highway 421 at Osgood is a new and used parts store offering new and recycled premium used late model diesel truck parts. At Dunright, they specialize in dismantling 03 Endure Dodge Rams. They offer quality parts at competitive pricing with same-day shipping on most items. Plus, Dunright carries new parts for Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Jeep, and more. And with over 3,000 used parts in stock, chances are good they'll have what you need. Dunright Diesel Parts in Osgood. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to Southwestern Shelby, the site of this regional championship that the Jacksonville Lady Eagles successfully able to secure the crown and cut down the nets. They defeat Bethesda Christian 58-46. to You just heard from the players, from the head coach, and uh, the overwhelming uh overwhelming uh, vibe that I got, John, from the coach and the staff is that they really were well prepared to do what they just did. They had a game plan. They executed. They scouted well. um, And once they got through, it seems like, once they got through that sectional championship, these young ladies feel like there's very little that they cannot do. Yeah, they definitely have a bunch of confidence on their side. They know each other very, very well. They work together very well, and I mean, again, like they mentioned, this is this is this is comfort, man. This yes. is almost a home. This is a home gym. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> almost the same colors and everything. I mean, it's great. 
And so they don't – there's no stress. There's no pressure. There's no real challenge. Well, there's a challenge, but it's not – you're not fighting against the opposing team and the venue. It's right. just the opposing team. Yeah, no moment has seemed too big for them um, throughout this season. Let's get the final stats for – uh, the Eagles and the Patriots. All right, Bethesda Christian, 46 total points. They were 16 of 44 overall, 36%. 6 of 18 from beyond the arc, 33%. And 8 of 12 from the free throw line, 67%. They were led in scoring and leading all scores tonight, or this afternoon. Paige Vauder, she had 20 points. Kenzie Folks had 18. Four points from Sydney Gooden. Two points from Leah Heim and two points from Jayla Ferguson. For the Lady Eagles, 58 total points. 15 of 37 overall, 41%. 7 of 13 from beyond the arc, 54%. And 21 of 32 from the free throw line, 66%. They were led in scoring tonight by Reagan Hughes, or excuse me, this afternoon. Reagan Hughes with 18 points. 14 from Julia Meyer. 11 from Olivia Neal. Eight from Kalen Heiners, seven from Kelsey Borgman. Eagles with three young ladies in double digits, um, and that really <clears throat> was the difference. A two-man show on the other side with Bethesda, but a three-headed monster between O'Neill, um, between Neil Hughes and Meyer. That's going to do it for us here. We want to thank our sponsors one last time for making this broadcast possible. And they are Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, H&R Block, Lothry Valley Ag, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns, Gutswiller, Napoleon State Bank, Stratton Car Center, Funeral Home, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, Gun Wright Diesel, Best Metal Finishing, SEI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Encore Insurance, Samples Agency, Chosen Designs, Osgood Utilities, and Tyson Activity Center. Make sure you stay tuned here this afternoon for a second regional championship. It'll be the South Ripley Lady Eagles. Excuse me. (laughs) Got Eagles on my mind. Eagles on the brain. The South Ripley Lady Raiders. Thank you, John. They'll be uh, having an opportunity to cut down the nets as well. Tip off at 4 p.m. with pregame starting somewhere around 3.45 p.m. right here on the Sports Voice. And for all of us here at WRBI, including Skyler Sigmund back at the station. Sir, thank you so much for all that you do. My partner in crime beside me here, John Heil. This is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to regional high school basketball here on the Sports Voice Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.